0: Hey everyone, welcome to Dude Soup today. Do you have somewhere to be?
1: No, sorry, I was checking I didn't your really watch. easily started, I was checking my watch, I didn't know what time it was, so.
0: Today we're talking about all the great games that we're playing right now and also getting into a few Halloween horror recommendations. Welcome to Dude Soup. You gotta go. Welcome to Dude Soup! <laughs> welcome, welcome,
2: welcome, welcome. Welcome to welcome Dude Soup. Welcome. welcome. To hell. No, no. <laughs> we'll get to you later, John. Oh, not yet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Hi. Welcome to Dude Soup, uh, Funhouse fans, long time, short time viewers. Uh, I'm Elise. I'm James. I'm James. And uh, something briefly we want to talk about before we get into the show is that you're going to see some changes happening at the Funhouse channel in the near and upcoming future uh, because Adam is no longer working with us. And uh, we won't be delving into the details. Of that, uh, look it up online. If you want to know, uh, there are people who uh, were respecting their privacy and uh, lots of people are affected in this. So we're not going to be discussing it.
1: Yeah. You may have noticed already that there's been some uploads that haven't been going off. And basically, as a result of everything, we decided as a team to take some time away to kind of process everything and uh, and, you know, figure out how to proceed and do everything like that. So that did cause, you know, some some ripples in our production and things kind of got slipped. And so you're probably going to see over the next you know a couple of weeks or maybe even months the, the, the effects of kind of that, which are going to be things changing and new, we're going to be trying new things and, you know, just. There, you're going to see things. It's not going to be the status quo, um, but that's just how it is. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's basically it.
0: Yeah, the team is working together.
1: Everyone's working really, forward, really, really hard, hard and busting their butts to keep making really cool stuff, to keep entertaining you guys and uh, make sure uh, everything is fun and exciting and really cool. So I'm really proud of everyone, and I can't wait to see what, what's in store. So,
0: Agreed. Yeah. Um, well thank Ugh, you James. Wrap You're welcome. it up. Uh, thank you very much and I'll see
1: you next time. Okay. Have a good show. All right. <laughs> wrap it up guys. <laughs> we paid
0: oh, uh, a lot. It's not just uh, the James and Elise show today because we're also joined by John Smith on the keys. <laughs> so Hello. Hello and so welcome tiny, to hell. <laughs> Something a little bit different today. John's going to be playing Hades while we're <laughs> chatting and then Alana will be pointing at John's screen while he's playing Hades.
2: While <laughs> <laughs> we
0: um, but yeah, we're just doing something a bit casual and kind of harkens back to dude soups of yore. This is how we used to do it: you chill and
1: play a game, and just yeah. kind of fun conversation where there were no diner chairs that threw your back out, and there was well, no just, big orange couch. There was, stronger
0: back, I guess. Yeah, um,
1: but John by the question. boon,
0: John by the boon. Yeah, fast
1: guy or Archimedes? By well, that's. That's Athena, but by Athena. I'm on yeah. it. You get hit. you Hermes Oops. will come back later. Yeah. You're guaranteed.
2: No, I was saying it. What? You bought Hermes. Give <laughs> me the up. other one.
1: <laughs> anyway, so we're, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, will this it. is going to be an old, and everyone is just used complain about this about, oh, I hate when they talk about the game because I'm listening to it on my, can't understand it. So, um, mm. but we're talking about other stuff too. And, and the reason I stuff. chose
0: Hades was because everyone on our team is pretty into it. And so mm-hmm. I thought this would be a good way to talk about it as well. Mm hmm. Uh, so, for I guess for audio listeners, especially that don't know what this game is, do you guys want to describe Hades?
1: Uh, I rogue yeah, yeah, it's a, a rogue a rogue. What is it? Technically a rogue light. Rogue light. It's a rogue light yeah. because, because you can you, finish okay. it, right? And you That's make the progress
2: difference. every time you die. Whereas yeah. a rogue uh, like, like is where you reset to zero every mm-hmm. time you die.
1: Which just as uh, me, a thirty-six-year-old man, sounds like just the worst punishment in the world. <laughs> like that's, that is that's purgatory. You know, I'd rather just just end it all than have to lose my progress every single time. But I I have been playing a lot of Hades and I love it, love it. Yeah, me too. So it's real just, good. It's, real it's very good. sexy. It's oh my god! It's so sexy. I mean,
0: the art's amazing.
1: Yeah, but it's sexy too. Like because you know you can draw something that's nice a beautiful image of a bridge but it's not sexy
2: yeah
0: no. i hate it, it. Is, sexy. this is this wait all... but why is it sexy why is this game sexy
1: well wait until he finds oh. anyone like any character every Act. whenever they talk every single god cuz it, it the game's the premise I'll just jump in with the premise you play uh, as by Zaghanous, the way if
2: anyone for the audio listeners if you hear me go or scream or anything mm-hmm. that's cuz i'm doing really well in the game
1: mm, <laughs> well you got hit by a lot of bombs a lot of lost a lot of health in this mini boss room um but you play as Zagreus, the son of Hades, who is the god of the underworld, the Greek god of the underworld. And uh, you are trying to escape to try and find your mother. Um, but unfortunately, because of the way gods and stuff works, you're confined to the underworld. So everyone's trying to keep you down there and your dad's trying to keep you down there. But you're meeting all <laughs> kinds of gods. The Olympians are are escorting you or uh, giving you power ups because, you know. God, those types of gods always love to interfere and rabble-rouse and stuff like that. So, um, But yeah, that's basically the basic premise, is trying to get to the surface. Gotcha. To try and get to the surface. Alana
0: and to John, any, anything yeah. that you would disagree with in James's description or add?
2: Yeah, I think this game sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I didn't expect that. Yeah. No, it's great. That's why I'm yeah, playing it. Fan. To show how stupid it is. <laughs> it's a little bit
3: too button-mashy for me, is my only thing. Mm. Um, but... They, they also have a god mode setting, so they have some minor accessibility settings, which is cool, but mm-hmm. it, uh, it rolls, great music, and Supergiant consistently make incredible games. So. Oh, I yeah. didn't know this was Supergiant. Oh, yeah,
1: and mm. some of the best voice acting in a game this year, at least. I mean, I guess the game's technically from last year, but oh. it's, it's it had some amazing voice acting in this game.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just great and art. How about when it came out right, again?
3: I was like, back. "Why is everyone talking about it now?" It came out a year ago, and I realized it was just early access. I was like, "Yeah,
1: because <laughs> I had played it early access, mm-hmm. and it was it only had the three world, the three biomes, or whatever, and they were still adding new gods. I think like Hermes was a new god that they had just added, um, but uh, but Hermes. now it's f- it's a full game. <laughs> Hermes. It's a full game that you can play that is totally deserving of your money.
0: Now the mm-hmm. way that James is talking, we're not in the pocket of Big Hades.
1: I wish I was. <laughs> I wish hot. I was.
0: Look, just all hot.
1: Everyone's Everybody's hot. Everybody's
0: hot. It's great. That's the big the big meme talk I've been seeing online is mm-hmm. everyone gushing over.
1: They're all hot. They're all sexy. They
0: are all hot. Yeah. They're it's all wonderful.
1: sexy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, what else could you ask for in a game? Just and like it's... us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has
3: dating aspects as well, right? I don't think I've like in- interacted with any of that.
1: You can give them gifts of ambrosia which will make the gods like you. Um but there isn't there isn't too much dating. There's a little sexual tension mm. between Zagreus and Thanatos for sure.
3: Um but I may have been lied to then. Someone mm-hmm. implied to me that there was like an actual relationship system like a persona and I was like, is mm-hmm. that when Well, I've written a lot of
2: fanfics about that. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking. Yeah.
3: That's that's what I was doing, my bad, sorry.
1: you're reading John's fanfic
0: do any of you know how accurate it is in terms of mythology it's historically
1: accurate yes
0: (laughs) or how true it's all happened to Um,
1: Text. I don't think uh someone will probably leap down my throat but I'm pretty sure Zagreus is an original character for this game Hmm. um but the rest of them, like, I mean, it has the whole pantheon of the Olympians and stuff. And then there's stuff like this where they they ascribe personalities to other mythological characters. So, like, right now, John is fighting uh, one of the Furies, you know, being the you're familiar with the Furies of, you know, Greek mythology. This just happens to be one whose name is Meg. And mm-hmm. she, you know, she's so hot. Yeah, also hot and uh, burdened with having to go after uh, Zagreus and keep him from escaping because her boss is Hades and stuff. So she's Burnt. she's pretty miserable Sorry. because of it.
0: Oh, John's doing well. He's doing, I'm doing, He's doing well, well. The, everyone. The success noises. <laughs> One of his doing well exclamations mm-hmm. that we just yes. heard right now. Very proud of you. Mm-hmm. So I haven't played this game, but I hear it spoken about a lot and it always feels very abstract to me because the way it's described is in terms of runs.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it,
0: I don't know what anyone's talking about.
2: Diarrhea. well again because <laughs>
0: okay oh yeah okay. never, mind. never mind yeah, yeah. yeah
1: I understand. the thing is once you get to the surface Zagrius shits himself <laughs> oh I and see. uh mm-hmm. no i mean because the whole game is trying to escape the underworld and everything's trying to keep you in the underworld so you die over and over again Fuck. and so you're you're trying to escape and then you get almost to the end and then you die because the game gets significantly harder the more the further away from the underworld you get, and then you respawn back at the beginning. So each one counts as a run. But every single time, the best thing about it is, like John was saying, you don't lose your progress. Every single run then unlocks new things so you can talk to a whole cast of characters that live down in the, uh, down in Hades' kingdom and stuff and Tartarus. There's all kinds of people you discover along the way, and so every run you're checking on them.
3: I see. it's like but, when yeah. you die in hell you just kind of go back to the start of hell
1: yeah <laughs> exactly exactly I beat it on my 20 I think it was my 23rd run was was the first time I managed to escape hell, the underworld
3: wow cool. but then
1: but then the game opens up again and then you find out oh there's still so much more to do so but that's Hades in a nutshell
0: that's a cool approach is I wonder is that is that average? You beat it 22. Yeah. All I know is that Andy no Cortez idea.
1: says it took him like 30 something.
0: And he's a real gamer.
1: And he's a real, he's a real gamer. gamer. He's a
2: professional gamer.
1: He's also yeah. a goofball, so who knows how many of those runs were goof runs. Yeah,
3: he's also a big dumb idiot. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: I think. Well, those are I, your words. I know words. somebody beat it at 16. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, I think he'd agree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know what the I don't know what the average is. Oh, there's an urn down there that you can break to get gold. Um, Where? Right down there, it's shiny. To the right. Sorry, sorry, audio listeners. I'm describing a golden shiny thing that has coins in it that he can use to buy stuff later on. Um, but yeah, so there's stuff. Every single run, you're getting, getting like boons from gods which power up your abilities and power up your weapons and stuff like that. But all of that is temporary. As soon as you die, you lose everything. You reset back to zero with the exception of um, your, what are they? All the duck. items you pick up. Well, there's there's keys which can unlock uh, different uh, power-ups that you can feed a dark energy into to get stronger. And then there's other, there's other items that you can use to permanently raise your stats, so that way the next time you do it, you're more likely to win. So it, okay. it isn't like just purely based on your skill. You're not just purely getting better at the game and hoping that this will be the run. Every time you do a run, you come back with some sort of resources that will help you get further along the next time hopefully. But it's still very tough. It's a very difficult game.
0: Very
2: fast.
1: Um, yeah, it's very fast. But yeah. That's
2: what have you been playing, Elise? Huh? Well, I guess we're going to
0: talk about that oh, after. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying that's a great segue, John, because we're going to talk about that now and next. Um, some of the games that I've been playing lately have been, well, one with you guys, or stuff that you guys have also been playing, too. Mm-hmm. And they're also, uh, you know, the big Twitch hotness, or the kind of the games that everybody's into right now, I feel so bad for Fall Guys, because oh, yeah. it had a, had a big moment have there.
1: Check the player count. Is it? Is it's it
0: probably still really good? I, was, I mean,
1: because we're basing this on like Twitch people, Twitch enthusiasm, which is an indicator but not the only indicator of player base so is it the kind of thing where everyone is just officially stopped playing Fall Guys or are we just not seeing it in our circles as much anymore because I could still see that that, could
0: be the case I mean
1: Fortnite is like one of those things where if you had asked me is Fortnite still popular I would I would say no until you Google it and you realize no it's just as popular as ever it has
3: very dramatically fallen off on Twitter no no yeah, I mean, well, I like, think
2: one of the things uh, is that Among Us is free, so there might not be a lot of like overlap. Maybe a lot of people that bought Fall Guys are still playing Fall Guys, whereas anyone can just download it to their phone and start playing Among Us immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Among I Us mean, is
0: such a Among Cinderella Us is a game for non gamers. Very true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Among Us How dare is like, you? well. <laughs> if you think about it, like push the button in the Jackbox. Pack mm-hmm. where you're essentially sort of playing a similar thing. It's like a werewolf esque, you know, who is who is the secret alien? Mm-hmm. Um, that's more of like a party game. Yeah, like it's very much a party game. We but played
3: it, Unfortunate Spacemen. Yes. Um, yeah, with yeah. a big group of people, like right before Among Us came out, and that is a very similar kind of game. Yep, uh, that that just came out at that point in time. Um, also, you know, set it space vibes. Uh, but Among Us is two years old and just took off like right after that came out. It's like such an odd
0: arrival that everyone knows what it is now. I hadn't heard of it before this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember huge. like just digging through Steam, always looking and looking for games and seeing Among Us. And then seeing it have like very few reviews and not And you went this is
2: never going to be popular. Oh <laughs> <ass." laughs> Mark my words. No, I just I just couldn't really wrap
0: my head exactly around what it was too. But but whenever I was looking for multiplayer games, it would always be there. And then um, I I love I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall for those developers when this game started taking off. Yeah. And just seeing their reaction, because mm-hmm. I, I love stuff like that. And I would have loved to have seen just how happy they would have been. It,
1: it it really is great. Like, I used to see it because I would search for, like, board game adaptations and stuff on Steam. And this would always be one of those, ref, like, if you like whatever, you know, any of these other games that are, because, you know, like we said, Unfortunate Spaceman is essentially a more complex version of this same game, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, And I think the simplicity is what's winning so many people over. But uh, yeah, it it is it is one of those things where it just takes the most simple party game like mentality, but it makes it accessible to anyone. And plus the quarantine, I'm genuinely curious if we're still going to see this trend of big game of the month or whatever after we can go back to our normal lives. Because I feel like everyone is kind of gathered on the same routine. Um, and I think that's probably I...
3: because the only real culture we have right now is online. The only way sure. to really like mm-hmm. have a games culture community has to be on the internet. So you're mm-hmm. not getting word of mouth. It's like very much, what are people on Twitter talking about? That's the only real way to
0: be involved other than just looking
3: at new releases.
1: Yeah, and my local arcade is closed. Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> think that
0: Among Us would have hit as big had it not been for quarantine? No.
1: I don't. I don't I think, think so. so. I don't oh. know. I. I, I mean. But then I, it would have already, right? I feel like. I feel like it would have. Yeah, I think. I think something happened oh. where people were like, "Oh, we want to play games together, and we want to watch games together." A big group and so, where
2: we talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Wasn't opposed- it? Didn't it blow up because Soda Poppin just, just randomly decided to play it? I thought that was the case. Was that a that big is. streamer? Okay. Just picked it up and then it blew up. Could be.
1: Then that's entirely possible. But I don't remember so where it I said that. You say, I still feel like there's something something oh, other requirement. There's some other requirement. Like you can have these things where big streamers play it, but there still requires another X factor of something. Yeah. Um to really create the perfect storm for something like that to happen.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel so, like it being free on a phone is a huge thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's why Fortnite blew up too.
0: Yeah, I think Alana mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. That like everybody has access. Yeah, yeah.
1: So
3: it's,
2: I mean, it's in Japan, uh, in China, mobile games—they have like legit mobile games. For some reason, mm-hmm. they don't fly over here. But like, Genshin Impact is mm-hmm. a mobile game. You can play it fully yeah. on your phone. It's crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, okay. I wonder why. I wonder how, is it like much?
3: do we not? Is it because our public transport systems aren't as efficient and
2: thus... Probably, yeah.
3: You know, like, it could be well, something as simple as that where, obviously, in Japan, everyone uses the trains for everything.
0: And they probably have, like, USB plugs all over the trains and stuff. Yeah. Well, do you and think maybe it has, and, has to yeah. do
1: with how a place like Japan has adopted their mobile technology differently? Like, with iPhones being less of the standard here, like, maybe, maybe so much of the... Western world has adopted one ecosystem. And so if the thing doesn't mesh with that one ecosystem, then it isn't going to break out as well. But in Japan, since they have a bunch of, you know, I feel like in Japan, the phone world is a little bit different. Is it? I don't think I don't think iPhones are as popular there as they are here where it's I like know. basically you have an iPhone or an other
0: phone. This is the first I'm hearing of this. I don't think. I feel like that's probably
3: right because I mean Apple's an American company and they probably just use mm-hmm. Japanese brands. I don't know but um, let's see how many people in Japan use iPhones.
0: Three. While
1: you're, while you're looking up that They're up, all how, nerds. You guys, how How do you guys <laughs> feel about the game of the month kind of world Trend. that we're living in
0: I feel bad for whichever game oh, gets fuck. displaced like I was saying with fall guys I uh, I love the Cinderella story of among us and it's always great when you get on the same page with your friends and everyone's into that one game so mm-hmm. you can actually play it together mm-hmm. I, I got stats okay oh, hit us the stats uh, it's the opposite
3: of what we expected the number of iPhone users in Japan is 62 sorry 66 point two percent.
0: Mm. Uh, whereas globally
3: globally it's 30%. So iPhone wow. is oh, more wow. popular in Japan.
1: Okay. All right. Well That's,
0: then. Um, embarrassing. I don't believe
3: I, mean, you. I
2: honestly, don't really care.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> the good news
3: is it didn't uh, stake my entire personality on this talking point. So yeah. Yeah. good stuff. But yeah, I will it seems like on this hill. <laughs> seems like um Japan was just using basically like communication protocols earlier and that like they had 2G rolled out faster than other people did. So they had a head start on the mobile mm-hmm. gaming market is supposedly what
0: it seems oh. to be. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. And maybe if they're all in the same ecosystem, they can all play the same mobile games yeah. together. and probably the work culture is also part of it. Like, you know,
3: not that many people necessarily sitting at home PC gaming all the time. I don't know. If, if and that's... space maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're less likely to have the yeah. space to put an Xbox... One Series X or whatever. Because you're like, that's where I need a shit. That
0: thing's real big. (laughs) Real chunky. Uh, (laughs) We're going to get to the bottom of this issue. But first, a word from our sponsor. (laughs) Every day there's some new news story about how technology is permeating, creeping into our private lives. You know, hey Siri, uh, here's my social security number. Uh, That kind of stuff. You know, private conversations. All that is getting listened to. Uh, and available to countless human reviewers. It's not just Apple, it's Facebook, Google, Amazon. Uh, everyone's under fire for this. I don't know about you, but I don't like the thought of someone sitting in an office listening in on me. There's a guy right there. Uh, that is Anyway, that's why I use ExpressVPN to secure all my devices. Uh, it encrypts and, and anonymizes all of your data to keep it hidden from outside snoops, uh, ExpressVPN is so easy to use. You just fire up the app, tap one button, and you're protected. You can go online and search ExpressVPN. It's the number one rated VPN provider on the market. So trust us, you probably won't find better. Take action and protect yourself like we did with ExpressVPN. And you can use our special link, expressvpn.com slash dude right now and claim an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free so support the show and protect yourself in doing so we appreciate it and appreciate you that's expressvpn.com dude for three extra free months for free get Thank over here sponsor. you nerd
2: oh who are you talking to I'm talking to this friggin' Hydra head
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> very naughty yeah I see it yeah <laughs> Oops. I'm just looking um, at mobile gaming statistics for Japan being like why has this happened fascinating
0: When you were in Japan, did you notice anything in terms of how people were using their cell phones?
3: So one really cool thing about the timing was um, we went during a period of time where Pokemon Go had, I believe, Moltres active for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so every single raid would be full of people who were, like, standing around playing Pokemon Go together, and we would also meet people who recognized we were playing Pokemon Go and would ask us for American-only Pokemon. I believe Taurus is one of them, uh, so they would try to trade with you. So, like, before we left, I think it was Blaine's idea, actually, we all just caught a bunch of Taurus to take over to give to Japanese people who would then trade us Japanese Pokemon, which... Um, that's cool. Yeah, that's it was so huge, sweet. and it meant, yeah. meant you could talk to people all the time because everyone was playing Pokemon Go. It was, it was super fun. Hmm. Just... There was, there was no gym or raid or anything that didn't have people, which happens all the time here. But over there, it was like everyone all the time. It was uh, nice. very cool. So definitely noticed that. And I feel like the thing on trains is like a lot of the time they were so packed with people that I don't know how you e- even hold a phone. But that depends on yeah. the time of day, I suppose. There's a lot of people, though. But yeah, definitely mm-hmm. like people walking around constantly playing Pokemon go way more than they are in the US for sure. Which was cool. Yeah. Make new friends.
1: Now they're playing among us. <laughs> screaming, screaming, <laughs> not able to trust the person who's sitting in the cabin right next to him on the train.
3: I would I like really to try play it with strangers and see how the
0: text function actually works. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I don't know. I've never done Very it. I really enjoy when we all play together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But then yeah. we all do have like I feel like preconceived biases. Like we, I always accuse James, and he. It's usually right, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, not in Among Us. It's not in long. Among Us. I, I feel like in all the times we've played, I've probably only been the imposter like three times. There are mm-hmm. way more. John Holland has been the imposter more times than yeah, I have been the imposter. That's true. I I think Among Us is really fun. I think part of the... We talked about it, but I think part of the reason it's so good is because it's so accessible. Like... It is really designed to just kind of be fun or whatever. But I've been playing those deception games for so long, like Mm. starting with Resistance and and, uh, even before then when we would just play werewolves or whatever. I still think Secret Hitler is the best version of it because in my opinion, you want the game, you want it to be hidden. You want it to be hard to suss out and you want it to create unnecessary conflicts. And Secret Hitler is so good because... You, there's so many variable factors where something gets you know it could be the chancellor who's mixing things up it could be the president who you never know where the things are coming from that mm-hmm. they're going to basically like suck you in and it, <laughs> i've seen i've seen old friends like nearly leap across the table and like end their friendship playing <laughs> secret hitler and something about that is so so magical to me among us is way is way more fun because i think the casual side it's of it. It's sillier you're, too. You're not going to be like, you're dead to me after that. I mean, there will be some occasionally, you're dead to me. But for the most part, it happens so quick and you're in yeah. and you're out of the game that it's not like, it's not going to end friendships.
0: No. And the fact that you can be killed and still be an active participant mm. is something that I really love mm-hmm. in games. We we played in silence the other day, which is a bit of a dead by daylight clone. And when you get killed, you become a mouse. Um, and you get access to the mini-map so you can Ooh. still run around as a mouse and you can help guide the like if they, mm-hmm. the other players that are still alive see you. You could be like, come with me! Well, oh, I'll cute. take you to the barn. The yeah. game
1: is also based on sound, so yes. the, it's hard for the monster to see when there isn't sound, and so the mice can squeak, squeak. which will <laughs> cause little dings to pop up on the map to help keep their little friends invisible.
0: Hmm. Um, <laughs> another game that Especially given the time of year, has hit big is Phasmophobia, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. Ghost hunting game. Oh yeah. So I've
3: put like a fair amount of time into it now, and mm-hmm. um, that game, I don't know what happened. If it was an update or if it was because I leveled up, um, got way harder. In oh that okay. I'm at a point now where. So my friends and I were playing the other night, and we were in the house for, like, maybe 15 minutes, and literally nothing had happened. Just nothing. Mm -hmm. So we were like, okay, so we have to figure out a way to lure out this ghost. we got to do something. So let's, like, go through the book and look at all the different ghost types and see what things we don't think we've done that might trigger this ghost. So we ended up being like, okay, let's, like, get a tripod and a camera and set up a video camera, and then three of us will go back to the truck and look at the camera, turn all the lights off, shut the door, and you just stand here with the book out and see if they write in the book when you're alone. So we were, like, going through all of these things to, like, figure it out, and... It ended up being um, the ghost type was mare, which is uh, a type that only shows up if it's completely pitch black. Oh, so I thought it ha- was a
2: horse. Well, <laughs> it might have been. I think a it nightmare. looked just like a creepy woman,
3: but uh, yeah. it was like very fun. to like have to go through all those things and have different ghost types because I feel like when I first played, I just got demons um, pretty much mm-hmm. all the time, or I think the other one's just like just called a spirit. But then there was like another type where. Uh, we were in a school and I kept having whispering in my ear. I kept having this thing. It was like a just like randomly out oh. of nowhere. And I'd be like, oh, my God. And no one else was hearing it. We were like, how are none of you experiencing this terrifying thing that I keep experiencing? And it's because the ghost type was a type that would only interact with one person at a time. Oh, so interesting. It, yeah, yeah, when I first started playing, I didn't have any of that stuff. It was just like, hmm. it's probably this type because you wrote in the thing or whatever. And then it got harder and had to like actually figure out either A, how to lure them out a lot of the mm-hmm. time requiring being alone um, or like turning all the lights off, or whatever else, and be actually looking through those pages to be like, "No, this is what which hmm. piece of the puzzle is this?" So it actually like evolved in a way that I don't know how it got way harder versus the first mm-hmm. couple of times when I played it, but yeah. I, I really like it now. Like the, the puzzle That's of awesome. it is
0: way more in depth than I first realized. Good Great job, John. Job. Is the is yeah, the I school talk, level? Is that like a level that you eventually unlock? Because I've only played it where I've been in the house. Yeah, same.
3: I, I think that barn. maybe like because I'm not the sure. Kevin. Yeah, I've unlocked a school and, like, a a few more open areas than just houses. Like, there's a double-story house, and then there's a single-story house that I I had a new one in in as well. So, I think I hit, like, level four. And I I guess, I'm not, again, not sure if it's an update or things just opened up. But um, it definitely seemed to get bigger. The school's awful because it's huge and
0: so dark. It's terrible. (laughs) It's Mm. so big. I was just thinking, like, the fact that you can get even more separated...
2: Yeah. That. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. But the strategic separation is a one that is, is really interesting because I'm a big old scaredy cat where video games are concerned. And then, like, having to be like, okay, let's try to isolate you and just set mm-hmm. up a camera so we can see what happens or, like, hear out. And, and it was like a matter of, with one of them, I was seeing the ghost through the video camera in the truck, but the person in the room didn't know the ghost was there. And I guess it was whatever the shy type of ghost is. So um, I was like, okay, she's in this section because we needed a photo of it for points. And I was like, it was to my friend Jess. I was like, just take a photo and then bail. And I would like tell you if she's walking towards you or away from you. Mm -hmm. It was like me, like managing my friend in the same room as a ghost. Hmm. (laughs) I don't know. It just got really, um, yeah, way more in depth than I initially realized. I'm I'm now very into
2: it. That was like when James and I, James was in the truck and I had the camera (laughs) and I placed it on the counter and then made him watch me take a dump yeah (laughs) just
1: like that yeah it's basically that same thing that's really cool yeah that game has made me like at least and i have so many things that are shitty about our setup of having to be back to back in terms of audio recording and even stuff like this where it's like you know we have to crowd into one computer to be able to do certain recordings and stuff like that um not being able to play phasmophobia and like the the way it should be played where you're isolated, except mm. for the radio is like one of the it's a crime. It is a crime. <laughs> it is a crime. And someone should, should definitely be arrested because of it. Um,
0: no, it's still realize. great. I still enjoy No, it's, it it's,
1: it's fun. Even despite that, which is like a testament to how uh, great it is. I
0: love if I'm going to be playing something that's multiplayer, I love cooperative stuff. Mm-hmm. So I really, really like that. That's an aspect. I also like that. It's not asymmetrical, which I, I like the asymmetrical stuff. But I do all, I never want to be the person that is playing the villain. And I always feel bad for the other people, unless they get some sadistic joy out of it. I feel mm-hmm. bad being like, can you, other person, please do this because I don't want to? Mm-hmm. Um, but. The villain sucks. I hate it. Yeah. And I get scared when I am, even though I'm the, the, like, the threat. I just, <laughs> because I'm alone, I start to get like, I don't like. I don't want to be the one that's alone. I don't like it. Uh, yeah. Adorable. Like, I'm the. But I'm the monster. Well, uh,
1: there so. was. We've talked about it before, um, but there was this before uh, Achievement Hunter. There was an MTV show um, oh, yeah. where they basically it was like a reality show, and they would take a group and they put them in a scary location. They'd give them a bunch of challenges. Oh, but and it was great. And I, I remember again before Achievement Hunter being like, we should steal this idea. Um, But a lot of the challenges were very simple. Like it would be in an abandoned prison. And uh, and so they would tell you a horror story about the abandoned prison and then you'd have challenges. But like one of the challenges was just like straight up. Go to this point on your GPS. It'll be a room that has a chair in it, like a lone chair. And then it'll be like sit in the chair and then we're going to turn off the radio for 90 minutes in the dark. So you sit there in the dark for ninety minutes. If you turn the radio back on again, you cost your team points and stuff for that. Yikes. Like so like and then it's like a slow limit, like people will eventually be like, I can't do it. And then whoever is remaining will get the full bunks uh, the full bulk sum of money or whatever that they've earned during the course of the night. But like that stuff was so cool. Just the silent the anticipation of fear is like such a cool thing and mm-hmm. games that feel like they don't need to overstimulate you. Like that yeah. really just trust the ambiance of the game is like really hard to come by and really impressive.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's I think it's interesting too that it's coming. We're getting these stuff from these small devs, these small indie devs because they're just focused on the what is the game,
0: what's unique about it. Well, that's, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, I was,
2: sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was no, going to say that's the issue with larger studios is that. They're not the ones making the calls. It's the publishers and the people that own them saying, this is what works. I mean, you know, this is me guessing. I don't know this. But, I mean, I feel like that's why every game has, like, a Witcher tracking system in an open world where you have to climb a tower to unlock the map and all that stuff is because they're like, this works. Put this in your game. And so Mm -hmm. they're kind of limited to what they actually can, you know, focus Mm -hmm. on in the game.
1: Well, but even concept games like high concept games, like, say, Evolve, I've been thinking about Evolve a lot lately (laughs) because, like, Evolve had a great premise, which was this asymmetrical system of one person plays that the baddie and another person and the other team work together to stop the baddie. Um, And but it's just interesting that it didn't it didn't catch on because it felt like there was too much. They put too much into it.
3: The first time I played Um, that game, I loved it. It was at an event, and it was like one of my favorite like at event video game experiences ever. And I was like, "This is incredible! I adore it." And then I just lost interest, and I, Mm I, I guess everyone else did too. I mean, they certainly put a lot into that game, but for me, I think it was the um that game type just gets repetitive really fast for some reason. Mm -hmm. I don't, but But I guess. But then you have
1: something like Dead by Daylight, which yeah. is just stood the test of time because I think it maybe it's a more pure gaming experience. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like Evolve felt like it wasn't maybe as accessible.
1: There was like phases to things. And like, you know, the monster spent so much time going around eating berries or whatever, yeah. like or eating corpses and stuff because they, they were trying to like flesh it out, like really build out this big game as opposed to just going one person plays as a monster. The other plays as a team and they have to fight it out so i've actually
3: thing. never played dead by daylight but i also get the impression <gasps> that it is more horror whereas evolve it was more action
0: mm-hmm. it and is. i think that yeah. maybe
3: like yes. the appeal of horror games lost forever um mm-hmm. in a, a a game like friday the 13th i always really really enjoyed as well for the same reason mm-hmm. that evolve being an action game i'm like i feel like i can get this like you said same wave based experience but just completely co-op with enemy AI that, that is a little more interesting and doesn't run away to eat berries or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I yeah. think maybe the horror element of uh, asymmetric games is the thing that
2: makes them work a bit better. For sure.
1: Real quick, John, you yes. are about to fight Theseus and Asterius. Correct. Have you fought them before?
2: I've, I've fought them before. I've never beat them. Okay. Ooh. So, uh, focus, if focus, can stop For the next ten it. minutes. Yes. Focus, <laughs> <Yes, perfect laughs> focus,
1: Hysterius. Because okay. all Theseus will do will just throw a spear at you from a distance. So you just focus him, hide behind the pillars, and then once Hysterius is done, then you can focus Theseus. Good luck.
2: Literally, a bull. The exact opposite of that. Still Great. hot. Still Great. hot.
1: Great. Cool. Oh yeah. Nice the bull. Well, I mean, we all the we know the story of the bull, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that there was an actual bull that was so flippin' hot that a woman had to bang it.
0: Whoa. So she had oh, really? sex with the
1: bull yeah. She had sex with the bull and the end result was Asterius, the minotaur, the minotaur. Mm. But the dude who got cucked By the bull was so Embarrassed by it that he basically Locked him away, locked him away in the center of the labyrinth
0: Wow, rude yeah. And then David Bowie said, I'll make a movie mm-hmm. Jim Henson, <laughs> yeah. where are you? <laughs> ever, does ever, Can everyone do David Bowie? Like does, um, I feel like David, David Bowie is one of those things Bowie. Like, Yeah, David yeah. Bowie David Bowie's got it. There's, John's too focused. I will say there's He's certain situations where someone
1: musical. someone can do a really good impression that makes all other impressions accessible. So Jermaine Clement basically like unlocked David Bowie the, for that I 100% people.
3: actually mimic Jermaine Clement and not David Bowie <laughs> when I do it. Like that is literally I'm <laughs> yeah. um, David Bowie. Is just exactly but how he says it.
1: He figured it out.
0: Yeah. Uh-oh. I was gonna ask John about his Dark Souls speedrun, Steam Souls uh-huh. speedrun stuff, but he's focused. You're focused. No, I'm good. I'm doing good.
2: You are doing I good. I finally killed the minotaur. The bull defeated. Oh. Well, He's gonna throw
1: that spear at you. Don't worry. It's about okay. Me. Take your time.
2: You're doing great. Hey, calm down, James. I'm better. I'm just you. telling you. This job. is the
1: end. This is the run ender. This fight.
2: Mm. Apparently so you're on the Souls train. Just never Soul beat train. it before. Ooh. Um, um. So I've been spe- well. I sped Brands Dark Souls for the first time on Saturday. Took me eight yeah. and a half hours. It's a wait. Mm? Okay. Go ahead. What the fuck is that? He calls on the power of a god. <laughs> um. So, I should be clear in Dark Souls. Ah, there is a. Um.
0: You know, John, why don't you take care of this? Okay. And then while you're doing that, we'll hear a word from our sponsor. We'll get right back to you. (laughs) Breaking up with your old wireless provider just got a whole lot easier thanks to the one and only Mint Mobile. They were the first company to sell premium wireless service online only. And now Mint Mobile is introducing their unlimited data plan for just 30 bucks a month. Let that sink in for a minute. That's unlimited data for 30 bucks. Um, how much is your soon-to-be-ex-wireless provider charging you? I can tell you from our own John Smith, he switched to Mint Mobile and ended up saving seventy-five dollars a month and his wireless quality didn't change at all. It's great for him. Uh, if you're ready to switch to a different, you know, provider, Mint Mobile offers premium unlimited plans for just thirty bucks as I mentioned. You can go online only and eliminate the traditional costs of retail. And then mint mobile will pass those savings on to you all plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5g network you can use your own phone with mint mobile uh, and keep your same phone number along with any existing contacts so no messy transition between phones and if you're not 100 percent satisfied mint mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee you can break up with big wireless and switch switch to mint mobile's premium unlimited data plan for 30 bucks a month to get your new unlimited wireless plan for just $30, as I said, and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com dude. That's mintmobile.com dude. Cut that wireless bill, baby. 30 bucks a month, mintmobile.com slash dude. Last step defy Sorry, go ahead. Thank you to our sponsor. I bet John's already beaten this no, boss by now. No, he's still going. I have to start all over though. again, actually. Right from the beginning of the run. Oh, bud, oh, bud, oh, play oh bud. It cool, play it safe. Is it secret? Is it You got
1: another Death Defied.
2: So, yeah, you were playing all of Dark Souls. How long did that Uh take you? So, (gasps) in Dark Souls speedrunning community, Mm -hmm. I did it for the first time ever. Nice Um, job. Talking about Hades, but also speedrun In Dark Souls speedrunning community, there's no glitchless category, which I agree with because glitchless is a shit category that doesn't belong in speedrunning. Um, wow, okay. This is like me, the third
3: time I've, I've heard you have this rant. He's very it, passionate it is, about things. And the it venom in his voice. <laughs> it's stupid, um,
2: and I, I would like it to fuck off. It's basically a stance yeah. on glitchless. So, uh, but for me, just starting out, I still haven't mastered all the bosses. I still haven't mastered the game. So I'm starting with just beating it over and over and over again. Um, that's going to be my current goal, is to minimize the amount of time it takes when you just beat the game. You know, without doing any skips, without doing any glitches or stuff, just play through Mm -hmm. the game in one sitting. Um, So that's why I started. I think I'm going to do it every Saturday. Uh, Not sure. I'm considering
3: Meaning you're going to finish Dark Souls once every Saturday? Yes. Wow. Big game of plays over here.
2: This time (laughs) it took me eight and a half hours, but I have a feeling I could get it down to like five or six. So, What's the current... Speedrun record. The, well, the current speedrun record, I think, for any percent is like twenty six minutes or something like that. And then oh my for gosh. all bosses, it's like a minute or an hour and three minutes. Catalyst Jeez. actually just beat it like a week ago. Wow. Um, the five <laughs> hours, you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I could do it five hours. I think, that including glitches, right?
0: Admirable. What?
2: That is with glitches. That is or- with a bunch of glitches. They do this. They. My favorite glitch is where they basically do a parry riposte on stairs. I don't know if you guys know about Dark Souls. I saw the video of you doing this, yeah. Yeah. um, And what it does is it fucks up the camera, and then it locks you in, like, the death cam state where the camera's above you. And because of that, wherever you go, it doesn't load new assets. Mm -hmm. So um, you can basically uh, do that and then run and run through Sen's Gate uh, to get inside Sen's Fortress, and then you save and quit. Uh, Elise you know what I, I'm saying? So that's, all,
0: that's all I need to do Sense Kate, mm-hmm, that's what mm-hmm. that's the yeah.
2: thing that's all I know part. is
0: Oric and Crake or whatever those two guys are called I
2: forget always forget oh, those yeah guys you did yeah that's correct that's right <laughs> <laughs> um or, Ornstein and
0: smoke
3: and <laughs> but I knew who you were talking about I was like, <laughs> and Crake is the Orcs. Margaret Atwood
2: <laughs> uh, book I think um, but yeah, um, it's something I've never done before. I mean, I guess a while back I was speedrunning the demo of Ghost Runner because that was like three and a half minutes long.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Which wasn't there just an update? I think was there. Was I think so. To Ghost Runner, so John, he's already got his Saturday's occupied. I saw
0: something about Ghost Runner. Well, Ghost recently.
2: Runner, the full game is releasing on the twenty seventh.
0: Yeah, pretty soon. The day
2: after Twice's second album release, which I'm also <laughs> yeah. excited for, it's gonna wow. be a big week, it's like your big birthday. month for
0: you, John. Yeah, because you're a big, you're a big once, right? I'm a uh, number one once. John Aww. recently explained to me that Twice's fans are called Once, once. and I love that.
1: Are they really? Mm-hmm. Love that. What does that mean?
0: <gasps> no, not my dog. I can't even think <laughs> of a response to that.
3: Uh, <laughs> just one time. One, nope. Look at him. You, can you pat him, Mia?
1: No. Uh, he's no, the, he's blocking your way. John also, has reached the the bridge of sticks, uh-oh. and uh, and Those are Cerberus is, is blocking his path like big a joke, good boy. Cerberus is a good boy. You
3: can't pass Cerberus. Yeah. Just not here. Devastatingly. The goodest What boy. have you
2: been playing, Alana?
3: So, yeah, I've also been playing a lot of Phasmophobia. Um, because I have the Xbox Series X, I've just been... Honestly, like, really jumping between different games to, like, check that out. So, um, yesterday I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2 to check the load times and, like, how everything runs and all that stuff. And it is beautiful. Um, load times have got to be, like, a third. Maybe a quarter. Like, so much faster. Um, Gears 5 just most recently got an optimization update. So, yeah, that's, like, multiplayer, 120, 4K, like, (laughs) just, like ridiculously beautiful um I played Fable oh, wow. Anniversary just like I'm really jumping between a lot of stuff but I've actually uh started playing a Plague Tale
1: oh. ah, nice!
3: Please. it's so good <laughs> I, I, it, it's genuinely really good um because I think that like I knew you guys were playing it but I I think that genuinely my assumption was that because Funhouse was playing a Plague Tale mm-hmm. it's bad I was like yeah. it's probably a bad game and that's why they've chosen to play it and it's like the the joke you were making about like how many views did it have to get see a million or
0: something
1: a million i, I think half a million? yeah i think play bruce said it had to get a million views or something
0: but this yeah. is what happens when there are games that i'm genuinely interested in that mm-hmm. i bring is that they just get mocked because of the origin like for example mm-hmm. In 2016, we did our game of the year games, and mine was was Ori and the Blind <laughs> Forest. Great game. And everybody right. ripped on me. Everyone ripped on me so much mm-hmm. for Ori and the Blind Forest being my game of the year. Like Bruce, I think, was like, oh, she likes it because it's got orbs in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, so, of course, like Plague Tales stuff like Owl Boy, mm-hmm. you know, anything I virtually mention. Anything that's
1: get- delightful you are yeah. immediately ripped well, down playtail's pretty for dark not delightful playtail Plague Plague is is doesn't fall into that category but i think it was the kind of thing where it was cuz it's weird it feels it feels like a triple a game in some capacities like With it's graphically the presentation side. is is really good but the fact that it's kind of like under the radar means you assume it can't be Mm -hmm. It's like because that's what we've been taught by video games marketing in a lot of ways. And I think that's what Bruce honed in on was that this can't be good. But then if you actually go watch that gameplay, it's the game being pretty good. And but then uh, still trying to find a way to be like, hey, how do we rip into this game?
0: Yeah, I I always thought it was funny because they were (laughs) anywhere else in the industry. These were lauded, Mm -hmm. you know, critically acclaimed games. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah, people uh-huh. seem to really like it. And again, like, it wasn't because you brought it, at least. Like, I just assumed yeah. that because Funhouse was repeatedly playing Fair. Fair. a Plague Tale, uh-huh. that it must have been bad so they could make jokes about it. I was like, this, mm-hmm. this, this game must suck. And then someone was like, if you played a Plague Tale, you'd really like it. And I was like, what? like, genuinely? And mm-hmm. so now I'm playing it. I'm like, oh, this game's actually very good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Would have been hard to make fun of that one. It's like, it's it's
0: great. I think it was mostly making fun of me. And that's <laughs> how it worked. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, no,
3: it's, it's backwards compatible uh, on X and very pretty. Sorry. Ahead, oh, John. nice.
2: Bruce has been wrong there. about a lot of stuff because he hated. I can't even remember the name.
0: He plays full
3: guys <laughs> with a mouse. He, he
2: hated keyboard. Alita Battle Angel, which was the best movie of 2019.
0: But John, you also felt like I remember you telling me that you thought Alita was like a feminist triumph. And I was like, what? There are so many glorifying shots of her and shit.
1: She was made to have sex with the guy that looks like the director.
0: <laughs> Wait, isn't she no. like a child?
1: <laughs>
0: she also, yeah, she's also very infantilized. In well, her it's, it's the Listen, trope. It's the born I'm hot saying, yesterday. This is
2: what uh, the star said: is that there aren't a lot of uh, powerful Latina protagonists. Uh-huh. Or I guess Latinx. True. Um, sure. And Mm -hmm. that was what I was saying, was that it's a strong, powerful woman, just like Wonder Woman. And, you know, they're not all going to be, you know, (laughs) non-sexualizing. But (laughs) it's a powerful woman, and it was a, uh, you know, it was a teen-angled movie. So it's, you know, these young girls growing up going, I can be a fucking battle angel. That was, yeah. that was what I liked. Except
1: she's built that way too. It's a, it's a weird situation, kind of like the new Mulan, where a good story is showing how could someone can overcome and become better and stronger. And despite what everyone tells them they are, they show that they're something else, as opposed to maybe Alita and Mulan, where it's like, you built magic. Man. Everyone else like you, everyone else like you that looks like you, they do belong where they're I at. Want the,
0: I want the Alita <laughs> sequel though. <laughs>
1: yeah, Me I too. just want to see more I just want to see more of Edward Norton who's in the movie for two and a half <laughs> seconds.
3: It's uh, uh it, that movie was successful,
2: right? I think so. I think so. Uh not what enough, is success? I don't think. I don't think it was.
1: To justify I mean because it. it was in production for twenty five years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. James I saw Cameron, it a South by
3: Southwest and that came out like a year later. Like it was really yeah. strange.
1: Well James Cameron made essentially he made aliens and he was like the next thing i do will be Alita battle angel yeah. and then <laughs> took
3: 30 years. yeah we yeah, had took- we had this preview event where like they showed like a bit of it and um and i was like oh surely this is coming out in a month and it was still forever away just like a very weird production cycle for that movie and i keep mm-hmm. wondering what's going to happen now because um black widow was supposed to be out by now i think mm-hmm. just delayed indefinitely and supposedly the tenant push to get people back in cinemas did not work Mm-mm. Like at all, no one's really watching that movie. I think Roma yeah. maybe uh, did
2: One of the did, yeah. Disney like executives was saying, "You gotta, you gotta release it on Disney Plus."
1: <laughs> Do you, they got to release <laughs> Tenant on Disney Plus. Jack the Warner Nicholson Brothers, movie? Disney oh, executive no, here. Oh, Black Widow.
2: I,
0: my my expectation was that if Mulan performed to a certain point, that Disney would release Black Widow. Mm-hmm. On, uh, especially over th- the Thanksgiving weekend, I was like, oh, they, so many families getting together and watching Black Widow. But I guess I, I feel like Mulan didn't hit the way they wanted it to. Um, and it, so, yeah, this is going to be the first year in forever that a Marvel movie isn't like the top box office.
1: And it's going to be the first year in forever that a uh, Charlie Brown pumpkin Halloween, Halloween isn't going to be on
0: yeah, it's gonna be television on in
1: 50 years because Apple Plus has the rights. Those the cost of streaming,
2: folks. Frickers.
0: We need, we, need some, we need a positive thing here, Sorry. so we're going <laughs> to take a word from our sponsor right now. Right now, you can continue supporting all those great restaurants in your community safely. Thousands of them that are available for delivery on DoorDash. They need your patronage now more than ever, and uh, you've counted on them in the past. I know I have, okay, and so they're counting on you now uh, while dining rooms are closed Everyone's still open for delivery with DoorDash. It's the app that brings you food you're craving right now to your door. Ordering is so easy. You just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. I use the contactless delivery. I've had no problemos. Um, There are over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia. You can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, the Cheesecake Factory. You know what I'm saying? Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open. So please, please uh, eat local too. Um, Right now, our our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code DUDESOUP. That's $5 off your uh, your order and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code DUDESoup. Don't forget, I know you won't, because you're probably opening the app right now and you're ordering, but that's code D-U-D-E-S-O-U-P for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Thank you, DoorDash.
2: Are you doing the Charlie Brown?
0: That's Charlie Brown. That's how Charlie oh,
2: okay, Brown says. Okay, yeah. Got it. You ever think about the fact that
1: you're probably older than Charlie Brown's parents? Yikes. <gasps> That's oh, just the thought. That's a thought. Which means that your warble talk is even worse than theirs. Because <laughs> as you age, it gets worse. That's it.
0: Uh, John <laughs> That's also sounded, he sounded a little bit like a goose. Which a goose? Played, <laughs> the unt- Wait, James and I played the Untitled Goose Game co-op recently. I <laughs> that. Then- okay. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, I liked it when the the original release, but honestly, playing locally, doing that goose co-op and getting up to shenanigans and hijinks with someone else is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. is it online co-op or is it only local co-op? I think it you might, might have, have to on-
3: do it by a share play. I'm not sure.
0: We might have online, but we did definitely did, did it local. We did it local, yeah.
1: it's Well, it's good because it reminded me of, I don't know if you ever played Guacamelee mm-hmm. or... Um, What's the other one uh, from
0: the... Battle
1: Block Theater? Yeah, Battle Block Theater. Like, those games are so fun with two people because you can, like, take risks with one person and the other person see anchor. Yeah. Whereas if you're playing the game alone, it's just, like, a high-risk scenario. It's like, can I make this jump or whatever?
0: There are definitely moments where you're, like... I'm gonna go be a goose over here. You yeah, do what
1: you mm-hmm. got to do. You cause mischief. I'm gonna hide here just in case you get kicked out of the room or whatever. We won't lose all of our progress. It's such
3: a great um, update to what was yeah. already a fantastic game. It's, it rules. Yeah. All games should
1: add a local co- co-op to uh, to it. There, I said it. I'm brave <laughs> <How> enough. Brave. <laughs> <laughs> I um, feel any
3: like other games? Co-op would be sweet. Oh, Hades co-op. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, you gave us the prompt release of. Uh, uh, like a lesser-known horror game that I could recommend. And, oh yeah, oh, yeah. So, Please. because he like explicitly said obscure, I had to think about it pretty hard, and I wanted to recommend this game called Echo, um, which was on PS4 and PC, but did not was was critically rated quite well, but really didn't perform very well. Like not many people. You mean the just, Dolphin? <laughs> not the Dolphin. <laughs> oh. Um. But it's it's not really a horror game. It's more of a Thriller, but because it's a stealth game uh, by genre, Mm -hmm. I tend to get scared in stealth games Mm -hmm. all the time anyway, but it's not really a horror. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it basically you're inside of this planet that is also a machine uh, called the palace. And the palace, every five minutes, has a blackout. So, Mm. literally, over and over every five minutes, blacks out. And the way that it works is that the palace, being that you're like the only thing alive inside of it um is trying to replicate you because that's all its ai knows how to do so as you're on like the top layer of this palace you're trying to get deeper inside of um there are basically these dummies that are trying to mimic you in their face like kind of looks like your character's face and as you get further they start mimicking you better and better and better and just like looking more and more like you because it's learning how you function creepy it's creepy but it resets every five minutes so what you do in a five minute chunk after the blackout, the AI will then know how to do for the next five minutes and it will reset no. every time.
0: So, I don't like that. And I, I just looked at the art and it's very, it's very sterile. It's super looking. sterile.
3: Yeah. I mean, it changes as you go through the palace, like things get, get different or get more elaborate. But basically, um, in one round, if you want to pick up a gun and shoot it, that means that once the blackout has happened, they will be able to shoot you and you'll pretty oh, much God be on. screwed. But if you were to pace mm-hmm. it apart and be like, In this five-minute period, I'm going to pick up a gun. In this next Mm -hmm. five-minute period, I'm going to shoot a gun. If you never teach the AI how to pick the gun up, they can't shoot the Mm -hmm. gun because they don't know how to pick the gun up. So you Mm. have to everything you do, they will copy, meaning that sometimes you need them. Like (laughs) an echo. Like an echo. Sometimes you need them to copy things, like if you need uh, to connect a bridge or something, like a puzzle like that and there's one that you can't reach, you will have to connect a bridge on your end and then wait for the mm-hmm. blackout and then they will do it on the other end. So, But there's only gotcha. a certain limit of the amount of things you can teach them in a certain round as well. So it's just this matter of like, these things that are trying to attack you based on what you're doing five minutes prior every time throughout the mm. whole game, that I think hmm. is like such a cool concept, really interesting puzzle, uh, but also it does manage to be really creepy and have what I think is like pretty cool lore it just really never took off, and I, I don't even entirely yeah. know why. I think it's maybe because it's one of those types of games um, that is better in theory for a lot of people than it is to play, because mm-hmm. the, that five-minute cycle probably is tedious for a lot of people, but um, mm-hmm. I was really impressed by it and, and definitely did find it unsettling. Oh, yeah. and I'm like, If if you want to pick up a a lesser-known game that is still like very polished and has a very unique concept, I would definitely recommend Echo as something that is for sure a little bit creepy.
2: Uh, real great. quick, I've here's never heard of Right. that's Aphrodite. Go on.
0: Go on. Now, just to describe nice. her for the audio listeners. She's very pink.
1: She's very pink. Mm-hmm. And she's naked, mm-hmm. but she has strands of hair that covers her nipple very and convenient. butt crack. Mm-hmm. So time for a haircut. <laughs> there yeah. also, there's also Eurydice. <laughs> Eurydice is really hot. I mean, they're all hot, but like you know, there's a lot of.
3: Yeah, I think all my Z over here is hot too. Our protagonist. Yeah,
1: no, Z's hot. He's hot. I get Aphrodite's aid. You can charm them. The work for you, John. Yeah. Even it works on the bosses. <laughs> um,
0: that does sound really. I, I don't remember this game mm-hmm. being a no, thing. I don't know Especially why. Just, nobody
3: heard of it. Yeah, it came to PS4 for sure. Um, mm. maybe 2016 or something. See, if I search Echo, it doesn't even come up. You have to go Echo game, and it came out in 2017. Um, development wow. is Ultra Ultra and I believe if I remember correctly it was the only game and they immediately shut down after the game was made no,
0: no! Yeah.
2: ambition not rewarded
0: John do you have a recommendation that has a happier ending
2: <laughs> yes and my recommendation is also uh, you know not specifically Echo? horror. <laughs> he's learning oh. it's not specifically horror but it is a game that can be very scary Because of how weak you are. Uh, It is a game called Rain World. uh, And it's where you play as a little... uh, I forget what they call it. It's like Cat Bunny or Cat Snake or something. Um, And what I loved about it is that it was made by two people who weren't programmers or game developers. It was made by an artist and a musician, I think. Uh, and the musician learned how to code, uh, and the artist just did all the art for it. And basically what they did was they created a functioning ecosystem. So all of the enemies, well, all of the creatures, they're not even your enemies technically, they're just creatures that all have different needs and wants and have to hunt and eat and everything like that. Uh, And it's awesome. And you are, oh, it's Cat Slug. You're just this little Cat Slug. In the middle of it, trying to traverse this place because you get separated from your family. And so there are all these big lizards that the moment you see them, you're like, ah, shit. Uh, and you run. But if they see you, they'll chase you through all the different rooms and everything. So you have to evade them. And it's so scary. But eventually, you may learn to conquer them. And there's a giant bird. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly just, you're so, you're so <laughs> small. You're just being and hunted by everything. Um uh, mm-hmm well you hunt things you eat little bugs uh, but then you're also being hunted by everything and it's really interesting and it's a fun platformer it's got a great style Uh, I really really enjoyed it
3: a lot of cool environmental puzzles and stuff yeah yeah I think the like part of what does make that game like a little bit scary you're right is that you just feel you're like just so weak it's like an Ori situation where you're just this cute little thing that you're like I don't want to let you down bud I'm so Mm -hmm. sorry yeah really pretty
1: game I'm scared for you (laughs) yeah I'm scared for you. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Oh, um, so <laughs> I'm. I, I so I'm going to recommend this purely based off what I've seen because I haven't played it because it looks really scary. But I do. I oh, I'm constantly just for work and stuff digging around on Steam to try and find potential games, searching in genres and stuff. And we were planning a lot of Halloween stuff. I was like, oh, Halloween stuff. Um, but one game that always keeps popping up is World of Horror. Um, hmm. Which I haven't I haven't played, but it appears to be like a yep. classic throwback adventure game, where you you're like almost like a text based RPG, but it has imagery. But the imagery is all black and white, high contrast, oh, and it looks like Junji yeah, uh, it Junji does. Ito. Um, and I guess it has a very similar. I guess it takes a lot of influence from that um, it because so cool. it's about. A town and the more you explore the town the more the town degrades and like falls apart and the people there like go crazy and weird and stuff like that and it has it has just on steam alone the imagery for some of the stuff is like really creepy and so uh I'm going to recommend that having not played it because I'm too cowardly <laughs> um, but it does it definitely looks I read reviews as well and people seem to support that it does definitely have a creep creepo vibe and might be a fun thing to play on a Lonely Dark Halloween Night.
3: looks really cool. Is it currently in early access? Or is it already out?
1: Uh, I don't know. See. <laughs> mm. I know it's on Steam. Like, I mean, you can buy it. At this it point, like I don't know what out early access in means.
3: February,
0: maybe? But, yeah. Very cool. I'm into the design of this, for sure. This is awesome. That made me think of... Oh, I can't think of it, but there's a text-based horror game that like going into playing, oh, stories untold, um, which it's th- I think it's three different text-based g- horror games, and going into play the first one, I was like, this isn't gonna be scary, but it yeah. definitely did creep me out quite mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, I like, played it, in, you know, at night, and uh, it it did kind of give me the willies. My my recommendation was just gonna be a game that maybe you probably you've heard of, but I'm still gonna push it because I feel like. It might be outside of some people's typical genres mm-hmm. so you don't necessarily gravitate toward it but oxen free mm. oh, yeah. just always to me so so great because the atmosphere is what sells that game i mean i, I like, like the story and the characters a lot but that game in in a very kind of simple mechanic and art style is able to really really sell atmosphere mm-hmm. which mm. yeah. I, I thought was super impressive hangman part of that game straight up gave me chills oh yeah
3: super creepy um have you ever played hangman
2: yeah. before <laughs> no,
3: it's <laughs> a very particular beat in that story that's just so unsettling and like yeah creepy um I, yeah i love Oxenfree free and this the soundtrack for that game is incredible as well like, i
0: feel like it's, i still frequently listen to it yeah perfect for this time of year too and it's on so many platforms if you want to just curl up in bed on your switch and play it mm-hmm. yeah yeah
2: good one mm-hmm. i'm more of a fan of uh from that same developer uh what's it called after party oh
0: after party you know it's Never just got
2: incredible it. voice acting <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank you john really appreciate it Thanks. <laughs>
2: Alana,
1: he doesn't know. He, just, <laughs> he doesn't even. He doesn't realize he's he's uh, kissing up.
3: I was technically doing a British accent, so you know you could mistake it for someone else. Doesn't I get mm-hmm. it? It makes sense. It makes. Sense. And John, did. hello,
1: it's me. That's what <laughs> I sound like. After party. party.
0: <laughs> um, they're a, they're a really great team. Well, thank you guys so much for joining for this dude soup. Um, we've got phasmophobia coming to the channel this weekend. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I uh, hope you're enjoying this Halloween season.
1: Yeah, hanging in there despite not being able to go out and trick-or-treat. Yeah. Mm. Don't go out and trick-or-treat, by the way. It's not safe. <laughs>
0: <Don't go. laughs> Stay not in. The candy
1: shoots Have that, that everyone's doing. Order two dozen cookies, Roses. variety cookies, to your to your home, wherever mm-hmm. it may be. That's what I'm going to be doing for Halloween.
2: <laughs> you're going to be eating 24 cookies in one night?
0: spooky (laughs) (laughs) well thanks Alana thanks John for sure thanks James thanks for letting me play video game oh yeah Nice. congrats we should go
1: back to this always
0: (laughs) and thanks for watching everyone see you next week bye